Welcome back to Gospel Rant. I'm Dr. Bill Sinyard, and as uh, as always, at least recently, I'm here with my youngest daughter, Allie, and we're going to be talking about the Enneagram and what that means, what it looks like, and finally, uh, what difference does the gospel make uh, to people who are whatever numbers, whatever the nine numbers. We've gone through numbers one through four, and today we're going to look at Enneagram number five, the investigator. Uh, Allie, I, you know, we've talked before we went on the air and I, I wonder if I'm a five. You're nodding, but we can't hear what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) You want me to respond to that? I guess. Uh, I am on the firm belief that you have to decide on your own. (laughs) Well, okay. All right. Well, let's go through it. Uh, This is from The Road Back to You, an Enneagram Journey to Self-Discovery. And this is what the, the author says about what it's like to be a five. One, I can take care of myself, and I think others could do the same. Well, that's check. That's me. Two, I don't always say things out loud, but in my head, I'm pretty sarcastic and cynical. No, I usually am sarcastic aloud. <laughs> Three, I often feel awkward around other people. Eh, sometimes. Four, I'm okay if people ask me a few specific questions about myself, but I don't like it when people want too much information. Oh, my goodness. I'm so tired of visiting all the time. <laughs> Uh, five, I need time alone, definitely, particularly creatively. Six, I want people to know how I feel. Oh, when I want people to know how I feel, I will tell them. <laughs> I generally wish they wouldn't ask. Check. Seven, I think thoughts are more reliable than feelings. Uh, not so much. Eight, I need a couple of days to process an experience or weeks and know how I feel about something. Nine, people are wasteful. I hold on to what I have. Not sure what that means. Ten, Often I find that I would rather observe than participate. Oh, often, definitely. Eleven, I trust myself. That means I think about things for a while and then I make my own decisions. Absolutely. Twelve, I can't understand why people get together just to hang out. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Thirteen, I'm a listener. Check. Fourteen, I have to be very careful with my time and energy. Fifteen, I get tired when I have to be with people for too long. Definitely. Sixteen, I've, as a matter of fact, I think we're done here. No, not quite done. (laughs) Sixteen, I often felt invisible as a child. Actually, I wanted to uh, uh, go off on myself. Sometimes as an adult, I choose to be invisible. 17, sometimes I think I should be more generous. It's hard for me. 18, in groups, being uninformed makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah, I think that's common for everybody. 19, I don't like big social gatherings. I'd rather be with a few people. Yep. And 20, material possessions don't make me happy. Yeah. Maybe I'm a five, Allie. Yeah, and I do think like some of those um, isolating or escapist tendencies apply to some of the numbers for different reasons. Yeah. So, but we're not here to to diagnose you. So I will let you. I thought thought that was the whole point of this entire series. (laughs) I will let you lean into that. Which, by the way, I will say, I initially said that you were a five. You did, and my other daughter says so as well. Uh, So, and and I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. I'm, I'm thinking. Uh, I, I feel very comfortable with, with fives. Hmm. Um, 
the the other quote I mentioned to you was a childhood. Um, let, me, let me see if I can find that because I thought this was really insightful and, and it really did fit my background. And of course, I won't be able to find it. Oh, here we go. Many fives I know, the author says, grew up with parents who were intrusive or engulfing. And my parents weren't intrusive by any stretch, but they were engulfing, particularly my mother. While others describe childhoods that lack affection or deep, meaningful interaction with their caretakers, we just didn't talk about emotional things for a lot of different reasons. We were more into facts and information and stuff like that. And so the author says, five kids take refuge in the realm of their minds. And I did. Uh, lots of, a lot of fun times uh, cruising the woods in the back of my house uh, with, with all kind of fantasies and, and, and action characters. It was, just, it was just a lot of fun. Some of my best times, I remember, was uh, exploring and investigating on my own. Uh, not that I didn't have a lot of friends. I did. But I also cherished the times I hung out by myself. Boy, I sound I sound terrible. <laughs> well, and I, I do think like I spent... What am I doing with a podcast? <laughs> no, no, I don't think that's terrible. I think there is a lot of confidence that comes with being comfortable by yourself. Mm-hmm. And I will say like I also played a lot by myself and was imaginative. Yeah. I wouldn't say that I craved being alone. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wonder if that's where the, the motivation difference lies. But yeah. but you could definitely be a five. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if fives also do well on stage and performance and, and lecturing uh, because they're, they can be alone behind a mask and uh, a role. Hmm. I would say it probably depends on the specific five and how that kind of comes into fruition. Um, so somebody who we're close to mm-hmm. uh, is a five very, mm-hmm. very deeply. Yeah. Um, and has said, even this um, this past week, was talking about how energizing um, sharing information that she's confident in is yeah. uh, because in growth you go to eight, which is um, eights are very open about what they think, right? Like they are, are saying these things and eights are very high energy. And so um, a five can become very high energy mm-hmm. when it's something that they are an expert in or yeah, or feel passionate about. about. Exactly right. And for me, it would be discipleship and church revitalization and the gospel and those sort of things. Yeah. I, mean, I love talking to people, even large groups about that one-on-one. Uh, but that's after lots of research and uh, working out the details and trying some things and being confident that, that I'm right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then yeah. I actually have something to offer. Yeah. But if I go into a conference, I don't know, like, like, the, like the author said, and don't know anything about it, I'll be quiet. I don't need to speak up and Mm. try out my points. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So tell me about fives. What, what, what do you, what have you got? Healthy fives, average fives, unhealthy fives. What do you want to talk about? Dr. Allie? Uh, just as a reminder, <laughs> I am wildly unqualified for this. So, uh, according to Enneagram Institute, which I, I think is a really helpful resource, um, the basic desire is always to be capable and competent. Hmm. Um, so understanding social norms is really big for a five. Um, whether or not they, they fit in to those social norms, um, I don't necessarily know if it's um, important, but they must be capable and able to understand the demands of a situation in their um, own minds. Yeah, which is why, and, and you mentioned um, miss or not being able to understand 
what somebody is talking about or yeah. if like you don't you don't know the reference or whatever yeah. that might be yeah. makes a five very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so often fives are known as the investigators or um, I've heard them described as collectors. Um, so people who observe and take information and information is energy. Information is mm-hmm. power. Mm-hmm. Uh, fives are one of the lowest, I think nines are the lowest um, energy levels, um, but it's not, it's not that they're low energy. It's that they're very aware of their social energy. Hmm. Um, so fives are typically able to say, I'm done here. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, leave. definitely. Um, or want to leave. <laughs> yeah, or want to leave. I'm done. Um, Time to go home. Yeah, which I really honestly respect about uh, the fives in my life. They can say like, I want this or I don't want this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very kind of, point blank of I have nothing left to give this situation or, um, <laughs> or if I, it. you know, or if I'm not a valuable part of this conversation, yeah, don't then need I don't need here. to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be a healthy five, right? Cause an unhealthy five would have maybe some shame related to that. Uh, so I would say that that could be true in health and in unhealth. <laughs> um, in that if you could choose to say, okay, I don't need to participate in this conversation, that would mm-hmm. be a healthy situation. Yeah. But also the feeling of, oh, no, I, I'm incapable of partici- to, right. uh, what's, participating. What's wrong with me? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think both, both can look like um, escaping or retreating. Mm-hmm. I've heard it. Um, I've heard it described as um, like a five will f- go find their, their mm-hmm. cave, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they can be in control of the, the information. Mm-hmm. Or, um, or just sit there and be creative. Yeah. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I think fives are people who value knowing things very mm-hmm. deeply and all mm-hmm. of the ins and outs and all of the facets. Mm-hmm. So a five is going to have, an answer mm-hmm. to a question. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard uh, one of my one of my dearest friends who is a five. Uh, we often talk about the enneagram and kind of the ins and outs of of our mm-hmm. relationship and how we differ in the way we process things. And um, one of the things that she will admit that really gets under her skin is when somebody has an opinion or they say something in a conversation that they have no reason to say, Mm -hmm, or they have mm -hmm. no evidence to back it up. So if Mm -hmm. somebody has an opinion Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then says, I don't know, I just think that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Oh, it drives her insane. And she won't (laughs) listen to you. Right. Like it it becomes a, then why are you talking? Right. 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 (laughs) You haven't earned the right to talk. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which I love because I'm like, well, it makes me really, um, it pushes me to really know what I'm about to say because I know she will ask versus a lot of people who are just kind of trying to make conversation. Yeah, I was yeah. like, no, <laughs> like that, yeah. that makes no sense. Why would you yeah. say that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I would say thank you for sharing next. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I do see fives as, as people who, and maybe this is unfair, but my experience of fives are people who also very much, understand themselves like there's a huge self-awareness piece there because they are researching right they are gathering and so they're also doing 
often, and maybe this is a healthy five thing, yeah. but often doing the same thing with themselves and saying, okay, this is my limit. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. This gives me energy. This takes from me. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this type of conversation is very interesting to me. This one is not. Mm-hmm. Um, so often can mean when something that is not in their wheelhouse is happening, mm-hmm. they can respond mm-hmm. uh, maybe negatively or run from it. Mm-hmm. Or it can push them to then go research that topic and become aware. Yeah. It sounds like fives can also be rude and maybe a little uh, uh, looking down at people. I mean, if you're not a, if you're not as knowledgeable as me, perhaps uh, why are you speaking? Or you know, you've said your piece. Now we're done. Even though the person wants to talk more. Maybe, maybe. Um, I think in my experience. Uh, what that has looked like is where uh, where me and my five friend will disagree. She will often say, "I I need you to help me understand what you're saying mm. because mm. I I disagree and I want to collect the information." Oh. So I think sometimes it can come across as this kind of brash, like, "What? Yeah, no, yeah. no, but you're if you wrong. can, right? <laughs> but it often, at least in my experience with mm-hmm. the few people in my life that I'm mm-hmm. kind of thinking of. It typically looks like a, no, you're wrong. I'm going to give you the opportunity to convince me okay? because um, I do want to grow and learn because mm-hmm. um, it's not about looking smart, right? It's mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. being well-informed. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you can better inform me, great. <laughs> if mm-hmm. not, mm-hmm. then maybe you should figure out what you are an expert on and yeah. come back to me, you know? I mean, do fives um, typically hang out with fives because they sort of think the same and, you know, as uh, it would seem like an interesting conversation with two fives in the room who have, who have different expertise. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you can, can really make a generalization. Um, I, I do think it would be interesting to hear um, lots of fives talk. I've heard some talk of it being energizing for fives to be around higher energy numbers. Mm, like um, an eight. Like an eight or a seven. Mm-hmm. Or, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think the idea of a five and eight is an interesting combination to me and sounds very mm-hmm. passionate and heated. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know, I know the indecisiveness of nines can be frustrating to fives, um, but also intriguing to fives because it's mm. just not, not a, mm. a common concept. That is mm-hmm. with by fives. Mm-hmm. Fives do not tend to be indecisive. Um, right. But, I mean, I think this is true with any people. You get two fives that disagree, right? It's going to look a little messy. It could It could be a debate, yeah. Or they could both decide to leave at the same time. I'm done. Me yeah. too. Hell, let's right. see you later. Right. How about relationally? I mean, uh, it doesn't sound like emotions – uh, or emotional awareness is big with fives, typically. Um, again, I think it depends on what what topics fives decide to be experts in. Hmm. Um, so I think self-awareness is a huge part of, of or emotions are a, a big part of self-awareness, right? Um, I mean, so, being in touch with your emotions, not just knowing about them. Yeah, uh, maybe that would be difficult, but I, I do mm-hmm. I do think I've experienced fives who are able to talk about their emotion. And like like mm-hmm. it said on the the list, um, if 
if I want you to know about my emotions, I'll tell you. Mm, um, there yep. is this idea of like, don't, don't just try to connect with me by having emotions at the mm-hmm. same time, right? Like mm-hmm. connectedness comes through intellectual connection, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which could be talking about emotions and how we experience them. Um, yeah. Uh, the road back to you says some famous five, Stephen Hawking, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, Bill Gates. That's, that's a good crowd. Yeah. Albert Einstein. Sounds like some smart people. Yeah. Yeah. And five's core emotion is fear. So it's the fear of being incapable, right? The fear of being mm. incompetent. Um, so I do think that fives mm. experience emotion very deeply. I think all numbers experience emotion very deeply. It is just expressed differently. So unpack the fear thing that what would, what would a five be afraid of? getting it wrong, not being expert enough, uh, losing mental capacity. What would, what would five yeah. be afraid of? Um, I've heard it described once that fives are afraid of misunderstanding the, the environmental expectations, if mm. that's fair mm. to say. Um, so that could be like a social norm thing of mm. like if a, a five, um, didn't realize that they were supposed to be prepared to do something or a five uh, was ready for a certain type of social interaction. And then Mm -hmm. the -hmm. plan changed and they all of a sudden are not Mm -hmm. prepared for it. Um, You're just exposed as, as being not ready, not uh, smart enough or expert enough on the topic. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't think fives necessarily need to fit in, but they need to understand mm-hmm. um, what's going on. Yeah. It seems like fives are not into chit chat either. Is that right? Probably, probably a general as a whole. Mm-hmm. I think basic chit chat that doesn't expand the mind at all. Right. Or... Right. Doesn't add to the topic. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if something isn't interesting, if we're passionate about something and it's just chit chat all around us, it seemed like five would go, I'd like to talk to somebody who's passionate about the same thing I'm passionate about. Yeah. Yeah. A think tank type thing. You right. Know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. See some of the, some of the best uh, years of my life were in management consulting or in church consulting where I was working with other people who were passionate about that. Even if we disagreed. Hmm. Because the conversations were great. Yeah. It was like we were moving, we were developing a topic and filling a topic up. Right. That, that added to general knowledge. Yeah. It just, uh, just seems, yeah, seems reasonable to me. Yeah. So maybe I am. Uh, <laughs> Which, and I would, I would say, I think all people would enjoy talking about people that are passionate about the same thing as them. Okay. I, I mean, I think I, I know people who just, or passionate about chit chat. Well, and I, I would say often that motivation comes from a, a passion for connecting, right? Like mm-hmm. to find a common ground with someone, mm-hmm. which often looks like, chit-chat. as you would put it, chit chat. In the best possible sense. I mean, I don't mean that derogatory. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just chit chat. Mm-hmm. It's just <laughs> maybe I do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'm finished with this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So talk about wings. 
Um, so the five can either have a six or a four wing. Um, the five with a four wing, um, I've heard is, um, is, uh, I can't think of the word, but essentially there's, there's the largest disparity between the two because okay. five is head centric yeah. and four is heart centric. Mm-hmm. So fours are, are driven by emotion. Fives yeah. are driven by intellect. Wow. Um, How does that go together? Yeah. So <laughs> great question. Hmm. Um, yeah. So I think the people that I know that are, are wing four are often more emotionally aware. Hmm. Um, they, they hunger for depth um, hmm. uh, all, all over. Hmm. Um, so like that includes depth of um, academic conversation. And it also includes depth of um, emotional understanding oh. and, um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting, but I hear that it, it is a, there is a, a conflict there of, mm-hmm. am I acting out of head or heart? Um, mm-hmm. and constantly going back and forth between mm-hmm. logic and mm-hmm. emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, the six wing sixes are, um, kind of driven by this, this loyalty and, um, relation to an authority figure, whether that be, um, submitting to an authority Mm. or, or Mm. rebelling and sixes Mm. can look like opposites. Um, so a five with a wing six, um, often is, um, kind of finding their place in a, in a society, like Mm -hmm. by being an expert in something. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, I guess, I guess I would come back to that kind of loyalty Mm. thing. Sixes are also often confused with ones in that they're like, they tend to be problem solvers, like go getters, Mm -hmm. like they are prepared for, um, for everything. And so a five with a wing six is going to put that knowledge to action. Okay. Um, probably quicker. Whereas a five wing four, Mm -hmm. I would think would be more likely to kind of dwell and ponder Mm -hmm. and wonder Mm -hmm. and be in Mm -hmm. those dark spaces. Mm -hmm. Whereas a five wing six would be, Let's figure this out, understand every nook and cranny, and then go fix it. Hmm. I guess of the two, I would connect more with the four. Hmm. I'm just that emotional kind of guy. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're just every number. <laughs> I think we're, we're learning that. It's amazing. You beat I mean, the system. <laughs> like I said, I'm a, 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 on a, between one and nine, I'm a 10. Uh, so what, what is an unhealthy... Um, five look like and i'm and i'm gonna we're gonna lead into what differences the gospel actually make to an unhealthy or uh our average five yeah um the unhealthy five is supposed to be somebody who um tends to isolate themselves Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. The, the fear aspect of it. The fear aspect of it. I'm um, getting overwhelmed by mm-hmm. ideas and maybe mm-hmm. fearful of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would expect that fives would be like unhealthy fives would be big into like conspiracy mm-hmm. theories and like, well, mm-hmm. this could be true, right? Like researching aluminum foil hat stuff, right? Losing faith in, in hope. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So depression. Right. But a fear-based depression. Right. Anxiety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots of research and evidence to back up your mm-hmm. idea. That right, right, right. And nothing matters. Al- aliens. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, and like I said, fives fives are a little bit of an anomaly to me. So I understand mm-hmm. some of what they are. <laughs> um, but I think, mm-hmm. yeah, that unhealthy level, what my understanding is just the, at the basic level, um, the need to isolate. And then knowing the basic yeah. dangers of isolation. Yeah, and there's an isolation maybe out of fear, but there's also an uh, isolation out of disdain for others who aren't up, haven't done the research and, and haven't paid their dues. Yeah, probably. And maybe silence them a bit. Right, right. And in stress, um, they go to seven, which is an escapist mentality, right? It's Ooh. it's sevens have um, an avoidance of pain mentality. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so when a five... Yeah, when they isolate themselves, they're they're trying to avoid feelings, escape to their mind, and become mm-hmm. just a brain, right? Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Some you know, it, it, it's, it's it's hard to be a brain. It's just it's just hard. It, it's a burden. <laughs> right. It is such a burden. <laughs> so, what difference does the gospel make? And let me remind our audience of what the gospel. We're talking about the simple, uncluttered gospel, boiling it down to its core. Uh, Jesus follower strictly because of what Jesus did 2000 years ago. God has to love you as you are, not as you should be or could be. And I guess for the five, that would be whether you're intelligent or an expert or seen as intelligent or as an expert uh, because of what Jesus did, God uh, has to love you. You can't mess it up. You can't add to it. And uh, we get it that sometimes you don't experience that, but you can ask the Holy spirit to make God uh, uh, make make yourself feel how much God honors you, is proud of you, and loves you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what would that? How would that resonate with a five? I mean, does that take the pressure off of a five? Do I not need to prove myself? Do I not need to uh, get honor and and people recognize me here because God's filled my cup a little bit? Mm a little freer to make mistakes and explore and not be the expert perhaps. Yeah. I think, I think my initial reaction is to look at that, like isolating Mm -hmm. um, danger and saying one, like because of the gospel, like you are never alone. I don't Mm -hmm. know if that would be encouraging or frustrating for a five. Right. 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 Um, And then I think coming back to that, that fear of being, um, incapable or not able to do anything. Um, yeah, yeah. I think, right. Knowing that like you are loved as you are, so you're not, um, you don't need to be an expert, but again, I think that that would be frustrating for a five. Um, so maybe, maybe acknowledging like, um, yeah, like who, who you are was made, um, uniquely yep um and just i think thinking through like these things that that fives dive so deeply into right Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. the lord um created those things Mm -hmm, (laughs) and mm -hmm. also like his um command right was to to rule over and to like creation was not made as a simple yeah like for the simple minded, right? Like it, it right. was, it was made for people to deeply enjoy. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. like levels. Yeah. Just, I mean, even just mm-hmm. on like a, an action based mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. an object lesson, if you will, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. this was for you. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, you are you are mine, and I know yeah. I know how your mind works. And so also, I've created. Child. Yeah, mm-hmm. dig deeply. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I also think uh, I was thinking also about the fear aspect of it. You said it's one of the fear uh, enneagram numbers. The whole idea in First John four eighteen, perfect love casts out fear. Yeah. So, so the freedom to to play in this in this creation without fear that does seem exciting to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it allows for more creative juices if you're not trying to protect failing or uh, or getting it wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, we're well over time. I think we spent a lot of time, and rightly so, on this very important number, uh, number five. (laughs) So uh, is there any last thing you want to say about uh, Enneagram number fives? Love you. Oh, yeah, there it is. We've covered it. Yeah, uh, (laughs) tip of the hat to the five that we both know and love. Right. (laughs) Who has added to our understanding of being a five. God bless her. Uh, Anyway, okay. Uh, Thank you. for listening to this this uh, gospel rant on Enneagram. If you like this, make sure you check out the ones we've done previously, and we'll get to uh, Enneagram number six in the next podcast. Thanks for playing. Thank you, Allie. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Looking for ways to stay positive? Brighten your day with the free Story Behind podcast. Hear weekly short stories that showcase true joy, love, and hope. Listen now at lifeaudio.com or by searching for Story Behind wherever you get your podcasts.